Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. Everything I need in you, you, nobody but you, Lord, you covered my life and pulled me through, through nobody but you.
I'm bopping my head over here and I'm clapping my hands and stumping my feet. I hope that you're enjoying this music as much as I am. Be blessed. Identify people by 
Hi, good afternoon. My name is Minister Darisa R. Smith, and I'd like to take this time, this opportunity to thank Minister Myrene Wise for the opportunity to, for me to bring the word, the message that the Lord gave me to you and um, for this show and all that it does for our community here. And we thank God for this broadcast. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, please bless all of those who are listening today. Give your guidance and direction in these times we live in so we can be more like you. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, your words to be received and understood and change the lives of the hearers so that they may know what you desire of us as true believers. Teach us, Lord, and help your word to fall on ears that need it and those ready to receive it. Give us a hunger and a thirst for you. I pray this in the name of Jesus, my Lord. Amen. The message today is, does God know who you are? Not everyone is going to heaven. I'd like to start out by reading the text today, the words of Jesus Christ, our Lord, from Matthew verse 7. Chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You lawbreakers, you who work iniquity. That is the scripture that we're going to go with today that God gave me to work with. That is the scripture. Today, he says that not everyone, not everyone, we're taught that if we say a few simple words and ask God to save us and come into our hearts, we're saved. But we're not often told that God wants your will. He wants to change you from the inside out. Your words are only the beginning of this process. He weighs your motives and your actions, and he wants to get you on that potter's will and mold and shape you and make you a vessel fit for his use. But you must let him do it. That is his will for you. For truly God knows what he desires for you. Truly he does desire for you to be saved and delivered. And he's not looking for a resume of our work that we did while we were here on earth. He's looking not only at what we do or what we did while we were here, but why did you do what you did? It's about motives. Your motives, are they, are they godly? Your motives, are they what God has, would be honored with, would be pleased with? Why? It says they prophesied in your name. Why did you prophesy in his name? Why did you drive out demons or do miracles in his name? Was it to please yourself? It, I can put myself in this. Was it to please me? What was the motive behind it? That's what God looks at. He looks at motive. 
or was it to impress others? Were you doing it for selfish reasons to be more like Christ or selfless reasons? Or selfless or were you doing it for selfless selfish reasons or selfless reasons? Do you want to be more like Christ-fish reasons to be seen and known of men? Did your decision to call on God have anything to do with knowing your creator and knowing you're a sinner who he wants to save by grace that needs God's help and deliverance more than you would even need your very next breath, or is it all about you? He wants us to check our motives. Check your motives. Check your fruit. The song that just came on said it talked about fruit said you better check your fruit is your desire to be all you can be for Christ is your desire to be or is your desire to be held in the high esteem of man or serve and honor the true and living God with your whole life which constitutes a renewed heart a renewed mind a renewed spirit this is actually what brings the will of the father to God Honoring him with your heart daily. Your desire should be to please him. That's what our desire, that's what he wants our desire to be, to please him. Despite what men may say, whether they believe in him or not, whether for for you or against you, holding on to his every word. He wants us to hold on to his word, which is truth. And by that, we're also holding on to our faith and making him our firm foundation. Whether you meet God on Judgment Day, which we all one day will meet God on Judgment Day, will he say to you, depart from me, I never knew you? Or will he say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've done well over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many. The fruit of the Spirit, it says in the song, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, meekness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Our fruit or good works um, does not save us, but the result of our relationship with Jesus Christ is there to bring glory to God because he changed us. That should be the result of your lifestyle and who you are as well as whose you are because you know you belong to him. So the fruit is just a manifestation of who you are in Jesus Christ. And he he wants us not to just go to church every Sunday, but to be the church. He wants, so he doesn't say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. He wants to know that the church is in you. He wants to know that he's in you, that he dwells in a clean temple. He wants to know that you are following him each and every day that you're asking for forgiveness for your sins daily, that you're walking upright with him as your anointing, with him in your heart. He judges your heart, not everything you do, not he, – he judges the character of your heart, your motives. What is your true motive? Is your true motive how great thou art or is it how great I art? Do you live every day aspiring to please him, knowing you're not perfect, but that in Christ Jesus, 
who is God's son, who came down to die and live for you, died a perfect, lived a perfect life, died a perfect death, and he defeated death. He wants to mold and change you and to free you, to prepare you for his glorious heaven. He wants you to someday rule and reign with him, but there are stipulations. Do you believe this, or is it like Satan? Do you want to be God? In your own life, are you letting him be God? Let God be God. He doesn't care about your resume. He doesn't care about how many good things you did while you were here on earth. He wants to know why you did it. He wants to know the motive behind it. Was it a sense of entitlement? Was it a sense of um, just why did you do it being seen by man to know the motives were pure? And if your motives are wrong for the wrong reasons and and, and you're not having pure motives, you're paying actually for a ticket to hell. So there's a lot of ministers that are going to be in hell. There's a lot of people that are going to be in hell. This message is is to all of us to walk uprightly, to really know the Lord in our hearts. And when we ask him to save us, that's the beginning. But the end result is that we continue walking in the faith. God doesn't want our empty words. He wants our life. Do you have a true relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ that is truly life-changing, a new creature? A new man, a new woman, a new boy, a new girl? Is your desire to him and to him alone to please him with your whole heart and your whole being and all of your motives and to honor him alone? Or are you indeed only going through the motion? Are you living only a form of godliness, as the word says, but denying the power thereof? The word says, from such turn away. That means, are you going to church on Sunday? And that's the only time you speak to the Lord, you talk to the Lord, you confess your sins to the Lord, your iniquities that maybe you you do daily. Is that the only time you have a personal, intimate relationship with Christ? And then Sunday comes, and then you go on Monday through Saturday, and you do the same thing. Is, Is that what you feel that honors God? Because it's not what honors God. He wants all of you. He wants your whole heart. He wants you um, not for selfish motives like pride. You know, sometimes we do things for pride. We do things for anger. All of us. Sometimes we do things for revenge or a sense of entitlement or a desire even for approval by other men, other people. That's a big thing. The question is here, does God know who you are? Does he know your name? Or does he that you're an imposter when it says when it says I never knew you that is a poignant statement I never knew you you don't want to ever hear that are you an imposter are you perpetrating a myth you can be sure that you are on your way to heaven by simply accepting Jesus Christ into your heart with your mouth believing on him that God raised Jesus his only begotten son from the grave and living for him daily, not just going into the mirror and looking in the mirror and forgetting, as it says in the book of James, the man that you were when you look at the glass. Remember who you were 
and remember who you've accepted into your life as your personal Savior, when you really make that commitment to honor God, honor him daily with your life so that he knows there will be no questions when the books are open. There will be no questions when you're in judgment and he's opening those books. It's called he has a book of life and he's opening that book. You don't want to question. You don't want him to not find your name there and then you to come up with excuses about, Lord, but I did this for you. Lord, I did that for you. I healed the sick for you. I did this and that and the other for you. But to what end did you do that? Why? Again, was it to be seen of men? Again, was it out of anger or pride? Again, was it entitlement? and a desire for the approval of others, what was your motive? Or was your motive simply to be able to accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior and know that he lives and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, diligently. That means continuously. That means in prayer. That means confessing your sins daily because we all sin, whether we are sinners saved by grace we all have sinned, but he wants to know the motive of your heart is true. He calls King David a man after his own heart. And King David did several sins. He committed adultery. He had the woman's uh, husband killed. He had his, She had a baby with him that ended up dying. But he came back to the Lord, and God knew. He said, he's a man after my heart. Are you a man after a man or a woman? or a child after God's own heart that truly loves God and truly desires a relationship with him so that when you do leave this earth, which we will all do because we have an appointment, and uh, that is one of the appointments. It says, the Bible says it's appointed until man wants to die, once, but after that, the judgment. So we're going to die, pure motive, so that when it gets to that, book being open, he can point his finger and say, there's my child, There, there's there's the name. There, yes, you're here. Go into my glory. Go into my heaven. Or do you want to hear him say, I never knew you. What a terrible thing. You live this life, oh, I go to church every Sunday. That's my salvation. And then I live like the devil all week long. Do you want that to be on your resume? as it were? Do you want God to see that? Or do you want to truly have him turn your life around? I hope and I trust that you truly want him to turn your life around and truly accept him into your life as your personal Lord and Savior. God doesn't just want empty words. He wants your life. He wants a true relationship with you. He created you to love you and to be loved by him. And he sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to die for you. And it is, he just wants to know that you are being real with him, that your lifestyle and motives have changed to honor him, and that you really care the requirement for God to know your name is your motives. Are they pure? Are they right? 
It says in 2 Corinthians 11:28, to let a man examine himself. Let you examine yourself. So daily we should be looking at ourselves so that our Father, and we pray that that is our Father, knows your name. If you don't know him as the Lord and Savior of your life, get to know him. Know this is a daily walk, not a, not a Sunday walk, not Christian saints, or should I say Christian ain'ts, but saints that really walk with God every day, that really know they're, they're, they have issues, but that God is the one to call on daily in prayer that really know that your faith lies in him and that really is willing to form a complete and full relationship with him. Keep your motives pure by examining them every day and asking the Holy Spirit to help you, and he will, so that when it's your time to meet the Father, he knows your name. Shall we pray? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this word. I pray that I've given it out as you have asked me to do. And I thank you, Lord, for the audience, for those that are out there. Just help them to know that you are real and that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you and that you want them to know your name. You don't want or desire that anyone go to hell, that all should come to repentance. Help them to be real with you. Help us all to be real with you that call ourselves children of faith, children of God, saints, Christians. Help us to be real. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Minister Dari Smith. That was a wonderful word. That was a wonderful prayer. And I've checked myself, and I know that he knows my name. And I thank God that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. How about you guys?
The word of God is like a lamp unto my feet and like a light unto my path. Yeah. 
That's why I'm paid. 